Achieving a gorgeous grin from home isn't a total mystery with Byteclear aligners. Just don't be surprised if all of your sleuthing friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Byteclear aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Delve into the shadows of the mind with Sleeping Dogs, a gripping murder mystery starring Academy Award winner Russell Crowe. Now available on digital. Crow portrays an ex-homicide detective, unraveling a brutal murder he can't recall. Uncovering secrets from his past, he learns a chilling truth. It's best to let sleeping dogs lie. Visit sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery to watch Sleeping Dogs, now on digital. That's sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. Welcome new listeners to the Todd Glass Show. Before we get going, here's some stuff you should know. To tell if it's a bit or the truth from Todd. If he says potato salad or swear to God. Those expressions are comedic, little darling. If Todd means the truth, he always says to George Carlin. And on the topic of bits, let's erase any doubt. Todd's almost always joking when he says, edit it out. The intro goes long, cause Todd's so big hearted. Other podcasts end before his get started. The intros are recorded on a phone, but don't worry. The audio of the show is at a higher quality. You know the Podcasters Association. Voted the Todd Glass Show with number one. So welcome to the show. Okay, someone said they miss when we do the pre-show to the show to the pre-show. So if I get this right, yes, I already did the opening, which you're about to hear. But I thought, you know what? I forgot to mention the most important thing right up front. If you don't listen to the whole thing, you got to know I'm coming to Vancouver. And on the 20th... 20th, which is like a Wednesday, I'll be doing my show. I'll be doing my show at the Rio Theater. And then the next night, the tw- and I'll have the band. It's going to be great. Chris James is going to be sitting in with the band. Um, he's, he's funny. He's a comedian. And then uh, the next night, I'll be doing my podcast at the uh, DC, uh, cab- at the Fox Cabaret, the Fox Cabaret. And um, I don't even know who the guest is, but I'll pick somebody there. Now you know it. Because you, you have to listen to at least that much. You know, that's the way I look at it. So now, let's throw to the opening to the show. It's a two-parter, by the way. It's a two-parter. One part is best out. Well, you'll find that out, but it, it is a two-parter. We did an after show, and that's what you'll hear next week. Here's the opening to the show, the way I did it before this one. Hey. 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 
How you doing? Hi, this is Todd Glass. I own the show. So I hope you don't give me any shit. I tell people that. They go, what do you own? I go, I own my podcast. <laughs> and then I cry into a sock. I'm sitting here at the table. John Brand Wagner's here. We're in my dining room. Because that's where we usually do the opening to the show. Um, we mentioned... I don't know, do we mention Eddie Pepitone in the first part of the show? I know we do it in the after show, which will drop next week, and obviously it's already passed. But for this show, for today, today is Friday, and tomorrow is February 16th. So if we didn't mention it in the show, Eddie Pepitone is doing his hour special. And I think the 8 o'clock show sold out, but... There might be some tickets left uh, for the 10 o'clock show. Don't take for granted. Oh, it's the day before. Sometimes you don't know. There's 13, 14 tickets. They still have to sell. And I'm telling you, I oh, I went off about how good it is, so i got to keep it short now. But you're going to just, you're, you're not going to be sad you left the house after you see an Eddie Pepitone performance. Or not care. It's a lot of work to leave the fucking house. But... If what you go to do ends up being that much fun, it doesn't seem like that much work at all. It's just when it sucks. Eddie Pepitone, at his worst, is fucking the best thing. There's no chance he won't be great. I put the pressure on him. That fuck who did never did anything for me. Never talks about me in his podcast. Um, Beth Stelling and Gavin Matz were on the show. They were great. It it just goes too quick. I, I don't I I I I can't it's uh I need three I need three hours at least. I mean I, sometimes they can end up being a little shorter. I guess they take breaks sometimes, I found out. And Aristotle doesn't tell me they're not recording. I guess that's what's going on behind my back. Okay, I mentioned Eddie Pepitone. Maybe I should mention me. Why didn't I do this right up front? God damn it. February 20th, I will be in Vancouver at the Rio Theater. Seven o'clock show. I got the band with me. I got Chris James, who's a local uh, funny guy. Not local funny guy. Why do I make it sound like he's a clown? He puts on a big nose and performs for the troops. Chris James, a funny comedian who is from Vancouver, will be sitting in with the band. That's the 20th. That's my stand-up show on the 20th at the Rio Theater. Now on the 21st, I'm doing the podcast. The 21st, I'm doing the podcast at Fox Cabaret. And then I have an interview at 1 o'clock. Oh, I shouldn't read that part. <laughs> Sound check at 4. I got a busy day. But the podcast is going to be fun. I don't even know who the guest is yet. I'm going to see who's at the festival. All right, so I think I got all this stuff out of the way. Beth Stelling uh, and Gavin Matz were great. I want to give Beth a plug. I would have only known about this through Aaron Simon. But it's fucking love the idea for the show. See, the reason a simple idea can be good, because it's easy to explain the show to someone, and it's a great idea for a show. just happens to be simple to explain, so it's easy to throw people to it, because you just got to say, and how did you sell it to me? Speak nice and loud. It's Beth Stelling and her mom calling... Other comedians and, you know, probably people besides comedians calling their moms 
and talking about how great their kids are. How great they are? Yeah. It's not even negative. Wow, I definitely want to be on this show. So they're going to call my mom and tell her how great I am? I needed that. I needed this to be done years ago. (laughs) (laughs) No, are you positive about that? No, no, I should mention. Wow, I hope she listens and doesn't like you. Beth, I'm sure it's it covers a much wider range. So she could call. Yeah, because here's the questions I want to know. No matter what, I I want to go listen to one of them. I already listened to a little clip, and it was just great. But. But I do want to know this. Maybe there's no rule. Maybe it's – so I'm wondering, do you call? Do they call the mom – like if they called my mom hypothetically, would I be on the phone with my mom or is it just on the phone with my mom and I'm not there? Do you know the answer to that? I don't know the answer. Wow. I'm not going to guess what I think would work better because they'd probably both work. But I want to know that. That's a good question. Do, are they on the phone or are they – yeah, of course, because they couldn't go to every state where these moms were. So they call them, right? Yes, yes. Are Beth and her mom together in the same room? Are they? Ooh, that's a good question. I got a lot of good goddamn questions because I'm a serious journalist. I remember that her mom's name is Diane. Oh, the picture on who's 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 the the clip they sent us of? Oh, Jonathan Van Ness and his mom. It's, and that's the, his mom, probably right. Oh, they're adorable. Yeah. They're adorable, and it's a great story his mom tells. She sounds so so sweet. She's probably an axe murderer. <laughs> Seriously, you find out about these people. <laughs> wow, these glasses were on my head and can I, can I tell you something? I don't know if I've ever shared this with you, but I think it's I think it's worth sharing. If you ever doubt what an adjustment can do or the littlest manipulation, like sometimes when I go to the chiropractor, it doesn't have to whatever it is, uh, maybe alternative medicine, you know, the smallest adjustment. I don't, and I, it's not that I doubt that stuff, but I think it's nice to remind ourselves, like, you know, even when the chiropractor, I get crack happy. You know, I like to, the adjust, but I understand what he means now, how the slightest adjustment, you think, does that do anything? They're like, you know, um, but I thought about something in, in a negative way, but then I turn it positive. Look, I'm positive that when I put glasses on, if I have them on too long, I get a headache. It just happens. I got to whip them off real quick when I feel it coming and and it'll go right away. But I feel it coming on and it's just I can't wear them for long periods. You know, people go, oh, get them adjusted. All right. That's not the point of the story. I've tried adjusting them, but I'm saying, you know, but it's not like the glasses are, you know, squeezed onto my head. No, it's so subtle but I know that's real. I don't have to go, I think it's real. I know that it's real. I've cut, this has been happening for my whole life. Put sun, That's why I can't wear sunglasses. So if the littlest thing can cause pain, come on. You know the fucking answer. That means the littlest thing could make something better. A little adjustment in the foot can probably make something feel better. All that stuff with everything connecting. And, and that's part of my new book called Hey, asshole, do you ever think of being spiritual? <laughs> All right. So I think that's, what does that say? I know what I wanted to say. I'm trying to be positive about things we don't understand. <laughs> All right, listen. So um, St. Louis, I'll be there. Oh, my band in St. Louis is going to be great. I'll tell you why on another show. Um that's it. That's it. Anybody else? Rita's. Rita's water ice. 
we were talking about it tonight. Wow, it's so good. With the, I tried to explain what it was like. But so so if, if, if no one's had water ice, water ice, you, you want them to know it's not a snow cone. So John said, because I agree, this is how this whole thing came up. What did you say about, what about snow cones, John? <laughs> no, is it bad? Can you not say it? Didn't you go, they can it was say pretty it. Edgy. No, it was pretty snow, edgy. I, I said snow cones can eat my asshole. Oh. <laughs> because they can. You can go take your snow cone and go fuck yourself. That's what they're worthy. You're not trying to be mean. Just someone said, hey, this snow cone over here. Well, can you give it a job? Yeah, and you of ice and just eat my the, ass. All the flavor goes to the bottom, which drips paper the, cup goes down your arms. Thank you. you. Bugs come by. Bees. My teeth hurt. Can I? Yeah, your teeth hurt. Crunching for this never-ending flavor that isn't really there until you drink it and it's too sugary. Yeah. Fuck you. Yeah. Fuck you. Snow cone. Snow cone. But I can't explain what Rita's is. But I know if I say water ice. Water ice. People are going to think snow cone. Not people that have had Rita's. Okay? Can you, you relax? They're not going to think snow cone. But they're not going to think... They're not going to think snow cone when you say water ice. But they're not going to think it's as good as Rita's is. So I, for some reason, thought shaved ice was, like, closer to it. But it's even better than shaved ice. Anyway, it's really good. Almost creamy water ice. It's so... And then they'll put it into, like, a cup... And then they'll put like, not ice cream or yogurt, custard, custard, but out of a machine, you know, like open the valve, let that fucking custard flow, baby. <laughs> That's what I used to tell them when I go, let, let, let that custard flow, baby. <laughs> and it's so creamy and delicious and icy and the, and the, ah, it's so good. I saw real strawberry once in my strawberry Italian ice. And one time, another flavor with real, like, oh, is this an actual piece of, yes, it is. Rita's, apparently they know what they're doing. It's just deliciousness all, it's, it's like an explosion in your mouth. All the senses are, it's just, and you know, it also brings the families together, the way their places are set up and you see people on picnic tables and just where they're getting it and rushing home with it. It's like a big deal. But it's not that expensive actual, in actuality. Do you think the joy that it brings into your life and the literally the great flavors, it's just a bonus. I'm not selling it as it's going to fix all your problems. I'm just saying... It, it's it's extra special. It's like, you know, sometimes when Christmas isn't uh, approaching, it's eight months, so you need something like, hey, you want to go to Rita's? And it's it's fun. It's fun. It's fun. It's like a bonus. Rita's. We're going to be part of your family. <laughs> thank uh, you, there, Rita. Yeah, thank you, Rita. Thank you, Rita. They should send this to Rita's because I set it from my heart. I set it from my heart. And can I tell you something else I noticed? They're immaculate. That means they don't put up with it any other way. I look right into there and I'm like, everything's wiped down and nice. Rita's, baby. I shouldn't have done that at the end and yelled. I devalued the nice plug I gave them. Somebody should isolate this. Send it at Rita because they should know I'm sending some love their way. Would it kill somebody who listens to the show? Who, who, who? Uh, uh Robin. 
Danny Robbins, how dare you? You can't remember a guy's name who works hard on the podcast. <laughs> No, I was drawing. You know why I'm laughing? Because I was drawing a blank, and then you got it half right. But it made me realize, Danny Robbins, uh, can you do that? Take that. Look, you you will talk on the phone. I'll tell you where to start it. But you basically get it, and then where to snip it. I would say it should end right here. There you go. Did you do it? And then put some music under it. Leave this part in so they know why there's music under. Okay, now go fade out. But put some, uh, you know. Readers, readers, you're gonna love it. Readers, you're gonna love it. Readers, they're gonna read it. You're a reader, they're gonna turn your frown into a reader. Water, ice, smile, bing, bang, boom. Readers, ah, cha, cha, cha. It's a good show. Did. Let's. This is the new way. Before we say hello to uh, to both of you guys, um, mm-hmm. I got something that I want to do. Well, you know what? Let's do. How should we do it? I want you to watch this first. Okay. And then we'll say hello. This is like the cold opening. Okay. But I want to make you fall in love with Wayne Newton. My new thing about Wayne Newton is Wayne Newton. The best. You know who Wayne Newton is. Yes. But you don't like really know Wayne Newton. No, it was. I'm trying to just. Think about my reference for him. I feel like it was because Beverly on uh, was obsessed with him. Wayne Newton, remember Beverly? Her, she's an actress, but really it was Helen from Clark W. Griswold. The, yes, the, yes. Yeah. I was so I thought I knew what you meant, and then I didn't. Yes, yes. Clark because W. They Griswold's went to see him wife, in Vegas. Helen. Yes, and you know my favorite part. And by the way, that's John Brand Wagner. It says his name on his on his mic. Does it? It says it right there. Yes. In case you need, that's Aristotle. It says it on his um on his uh, soundboard right over there and his microphone. And then that's Eric Olson right behind you, hey, right behind you, and that's Aaron Simon, and that's Eric Calver. He's we got hey, some Eric, trumpet hey, players that sit in sometimes, some drummers. Just so you know what your surroundings are. I'm boiling. <laughs> so Wayne Newton, yeah, you know him from uh, the vacation. Yes, Christmas my, vacation or whatever that was, Vegas vacation. Vegas, and my, one of my favorite lines is like he's in the. It's it's so over the top. It's so much what I think is funny. 
you know, you, you, and you, you know Wayne Newton at all, Gavin? I, I know the name. You just know the name, right? Right, right. But do you know it from us just saying it? Or just now, I just learned the name. <laughs> yeah, he's he's like an old Vegas. Not old. That's I don't mean in a disrespectful way. I mean he's big. He was in Vegas. I'm trying to turn this legendary classic. Not not necessarily old. Yeah, no, he's older now, but he was in Vegas. It was big. So you start watching alive? him, and you're like, he's still alive. Wow, that's great. And, like an and he goes, and I thought one night I'm watching him. Oh, hold on. Let me go nice and slow. This is the cold opening. I always remind people that because some other shows, like they're like, they'll just drop this as the show. Ah, it's a little embarrassing. <laughs> but anyway, this is like a cold opening. So you're like, oh, it's just like everyone's learning each other, and then you start. This is cold opening. So in that movie, um, he's hitting on his wife, and he and I love it because uh, Griswold goes, he probably does this every night. And like perfect over the top a woman goes I've been to every one of his shows I've never seen him do this before of course you know and uh, so I wanted to make a documentary about the guy because it's like and the way I see it Wayne Newton the best performer on the fucking planet and really you're, you're doing, or full of shit oh, okay and then at the bottom both <laughs> because no one's gonna go down the path of teaching you to respect him Unless you acknowledge, yeah, and he also deserves the rep for being a little full of shit. Some of his banter in between his jokes weren't too genuine and, 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 and rehearsed shit with the band. But when you watch this, imagine being there. Not you're watching it on a TV. Okay. You fucking see this guy come out. Anybody could do an arrangement with 90 trumpets, but they don't. Yeah. They don't. <laughs> and this is the way I'm going to start opening my shows. I'm going to play this before I come out. Okay. Have the band join in. All right, give me a tribal beat. Bum 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 bum. Tribal. What would be tribal? As soon as you hear it, you'll come in. Here we go. This is the way my shows are going to start opening. We'll enjoy this, and then I have a little something for both of you. You're fucking there, right up front. Are you shitting me? You keep an eye on Wayne, you dumb fucks. And then back to normal. We're coming to America. Gotta breathe. And we go. And now we're here. Let's introduce Beth Stelling. Do we have a little something for her? Wow. Sure, I do it right. I know what I'm doing. I'm a professional. Wow. Shut up. On the Todd Glass shows tonight. 
Gavin, we got something for Gavin. Then we then we start it off. Gavin Matt. Gavin Matt. Can I get some reverb? Gavin Matt. Gavin Matt. We have a little sing along with Gavin. Gavin Matt. 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 Gavin 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 we're gonna start slow, even though I start big, but now we just go back to introducing Beth and Gavin to Gavin the Beth and Beth Stanley Beth How you guys doing? <laughs> that was that was incredible. Wow. I'm still thinking about Wayne, honestly. <laughs> Seriously, like don't Beth, I don't want you to like lie to me. Like I know Wayne, he's very cheesy and all that. But, but I when he's actually singing, don't know if he's cheesy. It's. I want to show you. I want to have you over, just Gavin. Don't be jealous. That's fine. But I want to have you over because I've had people over and watch a whole Wayne Newton concert. <laughs> you, I think what happens in his Vegas show, it, it is there is an element of cheese. But is after, he still doing the show? He uh, sadly enough, it's it's not good anymore. Ugh. He lost his voice to the See, point. I, I was gonna say as I was watching that, the saddest thing I think would be to watch aging. Is there's you know it's, it's natural and there's no shame in that. But I, what I mean is when you have to watch someone lose their gift as they go. Beth, you're exactly because here's here's how it's clear upsetting I'll make to it. watch. And obviously, I love the guy. I have to I feel I have to acknowledge the cheesy element because otherwise, people won't take you seriously. If you act like that's not there, they'll be like, I don't know. But if you go, no, no, I know that is there, and you'll see it when you watch yeah. it. Some disingenuous with the band sometimes. Some things he does with the band I love, but um, sometimes somebody will say, "Oh, I saw blah blah blah. They're older," and then someone else goes, "Yeah, I saw them. They were great still. No, they couldn't hit the notes." So if you think that's what I'm doing to him, not not the art, I'm not. Like, yeah. Ten years ago, someone said Wayne Newton doesn't have it anymore, and then I saw a video. I'm like, he still fucking got it. He he can't hit some of the notes. His voice is raspy, but the band makes it for him, and he works out great arrangements. Now, it's, it's just sad. Right. If, for example, and this is not. I'm not being funny. It, Can like, I pass Dick this Clark. joint around? Do you, yes, please. Right. Remember Dick Clark? Like, and I'm not being disrespectful. It was tough to watch that countdown after a stroke because it was upsetting. He couldn't totally use his face or his mouth. I'm not saying take the opportunity from him, and we we shouldn't see that type of thing. It was just. It was heartbreaking. <laughs> it is heartbreaking, and you know, it's the. It's heartbreaking. We have sound effects for it. <laughs> oh, you know what? That, that makes the show shitty that we're trying to have depth. <laughs> um, but that that um, I'm passing the joint around if anybody wants it. You want this? Um, but uh, Beth, what you just said, what's it thundering out? And I might have been. I love like this. doing the show when it's thundering because it gets sexy in here. I Look, think it's thundering. No, it's my. Thunder. 
Oh, shut up. Oh, it is. <laughs> Doesn't it make it? You know, if, you, if people listen, they're going to be like, was it really thundering when you were there? We were in a barn in my backyard, and it was thundering. No roof. Oh, it's so sexy. No roof at all. I took it off, Gavin, and you're the first person to notice. Thank you very much. Play his jingle again. God damn it. Gavin, Gavin yeah, Matz, everybody. Oh, I love my name. Gavin Matz. Gavin Matz. <laughs> so lyrical. Hey, would you make this your ringtone? It is already. <laughs> All right. Here's what I want you to do. I like to give them challenges. Wait till Beth says something. It could be 15 minutes from now. And you, I don't want to curse. You come in with her name, like her jingle, just boom. And, I'm, and I, don't do it in a sec. Don't do it in 20 seconds because then we're waiting. Is it going to be now? Is it gonna right, be now? right, right. We got to forget about it. I want to go back to Wayne Newton. I did yeah. not think we were going to be talking about it this long. But okay, I love sorry. that you're care. Yeah, I are do. You, are you happy? I'm very happy. Good. Thank you. I should have helped you. I don't know why I was. I saw him try to give it to you no, once. No, you didn't. No, Beth, no. let me tell you something. You two, I want you to leave here tonight and feel the happiest you've ever been. You want us to run out and get you something? No. A Starbucks? Pretty, I feel great. I a had hot a little, pasta salad. I had a little sandwich and a small cupcake before I came in. Wow. I have more in the car oh, for him. Oh, you have you. A, what? <laughs> do, you, do you guys, do you mind if, okay, let me yeah. finish, and then I'll ask you a personal question. So back to Wayne Newton. I feel like I want to show you him after he shaved his mustache. Cause There's so many particularities that? about him. You know, like, it's like, initially, you're, yeah, you're looking at his teeth, and you're wondering, are those fake, are those real? They're real. I think opinion. you're right. I think and you're right. Very unique. I, I'm obsessed mm. with mouths. Mm. And the mustache is a choice for me. I'm sort of like, I don't love it, but I still am fine with it. On anybody else, you'd be like, that's pretty gross. Can I tell you something? Yeah. About a year after that, he told a story. He said, um, and by the way, he said that his daughter told him to shave it. She goes, Dad, you don't want to be a parody of yourself. He goes, I was like, you know, so I shaved it. And, and he looks pretty good without it. Okay. He looks pretty Sometimes good without it. Sometimes people need it for their face. Yeah, he doesn't look bad with it. But when you start learning, he was like famous when he was like 11, singing on big shows. So you realize, oh, he's been around. But anyway, enough with that. But so, because it's he more has interesting. Good stage presence. He, he it's the like show, he doesn't move that much. But it's like he's taking up the whole stage. Right. It's pretty amazing. I, I like he's. It's part phoning it in, but and going through the motions, but still connected to no, it. No, you're you're fucking. Can I tell you? Here's how I feel better. And Aristotle, I'm putting this in your responsibility. When we leave, we're gonna or watch. What? More responsibility. Yeah, you have enough. You don't have enough responsibilities. Look at this. Cre look at this old carriage house with just it's thundering out like get sexy like don't i know i don't want to be like you know when you try to say this stuff you come off either genuine or like oh shut up don't try to be so but i'm like i remember soak this the fuck in like if this was in a movie i always tell everybody i repeat it for myself if you'd be like oh it wasn't really like that and then so let's say you're in it you know mm -hmm. by what happens in your career tomorrow or yesterday or yours depends on whether this would be a pivotal night that's how scenes end up in movies because of what happens the day before the day after that's mm -hmm. why so this could be in somebody they go yeah well you know what i remember just before whatever happened i did the Todd glasses podcast, podcast and it was a podcast and then they show it you'd want to go yeah it was really like that it was it was i'm not i'm not uh promoting myself in some disgusting way no. but the energy with you guys here and everybody so some people go well, why don't you just enjoy it why point it out because i want to you got a fucking problem go listen to another podcast <laughs> um but uh 
Wayne Newton. Yeah. We're gonna, okay, here's how I'll feel better. You know what? We'll take a break. We'll be right back right after this. So we're going to move on. We're going to talk about other stuff. But I want to end the show by watching, uh, show you one other thing with Wayne Newton. In okay. It. Wayne with no mustache. Um, I'm not sure if I'm going to read it. You're ready for that yet? <laughs> <laughs> I know. I just met him. I just, you just, I met, just him. met him. But I love the, can I tell you, I, I don't think you guys could fake it. Like, I think you guys really get it. You're like, like imagine seeing that. The, the, the Vegas show, the Vegas show was was so fucking tight. It's crazy. Every song he could end on. But here's my main takeaway. When you have to do a show like that thousands of times, how, I mean, the fact that he was even connected at all. I mean, cameras were rolling, so I guess he knew. No, can I tell you? But the fact that you even have any connection to it whatsoever is a miracle. I think I'm right, and if I was in a documentary, if someone was shooting about Wayne Newton, I would go, I think he loved it every fucking time. Because, can I tell you, I steal shit from him. Now I'm a comedian, I don't have to be embarrassed. How I stop my band, <laughs> how I stop the band, uh, things that you do that, like, you know, gone. I'll, I'll turn to him out of nowhere and I'll go, play something! He did that one night. Now he knows what to play, but it was so cool. He goes, he wipes his sweat and he goes, hey, play something. The guy's boom, 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 boom. I love you it. You know, I turn to him some nights before a bit. I go, John, play something. <laughs> you know, and I steal shit from him uh, because I love his like nuance. But so I think, so I know even in, as a comedian, like uh, when I have a little band that fucking gets it and they, they're tight, it's fun. It's adrenaline rush to have that. I'm doing it with three people, and I will tell you, it adds to the fun of my show for me. Yeah, you having, have to have that. They're to with keep you. Going. They do bits with you. They got your back. They do so, every, and they're tight. And when you go like this, fucking, they stop on a goddamn dime. And I only have three people, four people with me. To be able to do that with fifty people, some people might get tired of it, but I bet there's performers going, no, it is an adrenaline rush every fucking night. Maybe. I hope. But even if he's full of shit, I don't even care. I bet it's 50-50 with him. I wonder, I would like to see, I would like to have seen a series of the show, like in a full week. I'm fascinated by that, even with comics. You mean like what? Like just see a full week of their show. Like to watch the oh. night in and night out. Yeah, how do they operate? Can I tell you something? Mm-hmm. I think that's when you, I'm going to bare my soul here a little. I feel... And I, and I know this is true to be with other comedians, too. So I, what you just said, you're right. See him for a week. And you, sometimes you end up really going, wow. Sometimes you're impressed. Yeah. You're like, wow, they fucking take control. You don't see him do 15 minutes here, 10 minutes. You can be really impressed. I know I'm most proud if I know someone's going to see me at Helium. And they go, yeah, I'm going to be there Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Um, of the thing, I'm gonna come in every. I go, oh, they're gonna. I know that somewhere in there, I'll find my stride. Yeah. And they'll be able to see, yeah. like, you know, does that make sense? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Because no. less pressure rests on one show. I mean, right. even if somebody says like, I'm coming and I'm bringing my best friend, they're gonna love me. And we're coming Friday late. You're like, fuck. <laughs> Friday late. You no. Know, you know what I said to someone in Helium Friday late? I wanted to do so well because these people were coming. Yeah. Because I had a show that didn't go well. I drank yeah. too much. I had a show there that didn't go well either. Yeah, but this not didn't this past time, but a couple years ago there. Helium. A couple this, years ago, yeah. Yeah, this didn't happen at Helium. They saw me at Shout another club. Shout out to club. Nick Harris. To who? Nick Harris, Portland Helium. Oh, Nick is the best. That guy, I hope someone sends him to this point in my podcast. I can never throw him enough love. If I had money, I would take guys. There's other guys out there, too, and other women that are running clubs, but you brought up his name. I swear this is true, to George Carlin. If I had money, I'd open up little niche clubs all over, like the Bloomington Attic, who, who makes money now. 
Yeah. It took a little while, but if I had money to go into these weird little markets and prove that you can have fucking sick, great comedy clubs, you need the money to stay open, to, to get... I would hire guys like him. I would take guys like him. I would steal these guys, yes. like Nick. And I tell Mark Grossman from Helium, I do. I say it, I give him the biggest compliment. I go, Mark, guys like that or Jerry, once you start mentioning names, you get... Yeah, yeah, You yeah. feel bad because there's more than that. But I... I said, oh, it's not just like, oh, they're great. No, no, no sh- oh, hold on. They're not just great. Yeah. They're, 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 they're fucking invaluable. Yeah. They love comedy. They respect comedy. They get it. And that's what gives your club the backbone it has, that there is someone on site that gives a shit about comedy. Yes. yes, it is their job also. I get it. To be able to have the restaurant served and sat properly. There is a part of a comedy club that is food and drinks, and you need someone that knows food and drinks. But you also need somebody with that person that, that really fucking gets comedy, that isn't going to let them serve a dinner during the... That would know just on their own, not because it's in a book that they learned from the corporation. Uh, they, someone would come in late and they go, Yeah, it's four people for dinner. Hey, we want to move you back one table because yeah. the show's going to start. We try not to have dinners in the first row and real nice and real cool. You have to give a shit about comedy. That's the type of guy that he is. So I would take guys like that and give them 25% ownership in these little niche clubs. And I will take you, I want you to run this place. And I got money. Three years, we budgeted in that it's going to take a while to get it going. The jury bring out what we want. We'll be patient. We have the money to back it. I want you to be part of it. You don't have to put one fucking red cent up. You proved what you bring to the table. Yeah. That is Nick Harris. God damn it, Nick. You better be listening to this, you fuck. <laughs> and Jerry Glass Oh show. my God! Voted and number one by the Podcasters Association of America. And that's the truth. Those jingles don't lie. You can get in jail. <laughs> that was. I felt great. Thank you, John. Thank you. I know I'm going to wake up tomorrow still with podcast hangover. Who, yeah, who didn't I mention? There's, you know, there's other clubs that I tonight I'll be like, oh, there they should have been. But we well, said that we were forgetting some. Of course you are. That's the good news. They're the and other. Vermont Comedy Club. And other comics. Vermont Comedy Club. I'll be there this weekend. Where? Vermont Vermont Comedy Club. You're going to be at Vermont Comedy Club? This weekend for Valentine's Day. Okay, let me tell you something. (laughs) I don't think you can ask people to go. You have to to yell at them. (laughs) Because there are people that live in Vermont right now listening to the show. I know that there are. And I get it. You know, you're you're told to do... You're going to go to something. You have to make a commitment. You're not going to be disappointed. I'm not sending you somewhere to be disappointed. So if you live and if you're like, I do know where that club is and, you know, and, and uh, Beth is going to be there. Fucking go. Or don't listen to my show anymore. I've had it with your <laughs> shit. If you can't go out and support someone. That even drove, if it's cold. Even if it's cold, go see her. You're going to love it. What days? Do you know who's with you? 14th through 16th. Uh, Thursday through Saturday. Ian Fidens is it? Vermont opening. Comedy Club. What a cool club talk about that you can have a backbone and respect yeah. comedy like they they care about comedy i want clubs that care about comedy to do well to prove that not only can you do well you can probably do better yes if you I have agree. a creative they're backbone. one of the good ones yeah they get it they really love comedy you know the crowds aren't going to be chatty to me that's really all it adds up to when someone mm-hmm. goes what do you love what's the what, what is it you know, there's clubs you love what are the ones you can't Fucking get like uh, the Bloomington funny, the Bloomington comedy attic. Like he's stricter than me. 
Yep. And I love it. I know. You, if, if, because you're going to go see comedy, and they're, they're, he's strict with talking, but that doesn't mean they don't laugh. They don't, they don't feel yelled out because they're not dumb. They're they not, don't feel yelled out when he goes, you can't talk. Because it feels exclusive for them to be there because they're basically saying, we curate good comedy. If you're here to enjoy it, shut up. And they're like, ooh, we want to be good. Right. And then, and then they reap. Here's the greatest thing about it. I love it because it's not manipulative and it's genuine and both parties win. Because he's that strict... And maybe they know now it is sort of, yeah, you don't go there. You don't talk. Mm -hmm. They're very strict with it. Comedians at their best. Because yeah. we perform at our best in front of audiences like you. you we're relaxed and we feel good. Yes. And you make us, you don't know, it really makes us have a better show. Yeah, yes. we can do a show with other elements involved. But when it's perfect, it's nice. And we'll throw that. So that's why guys like John Mulaney go back and perform there. Because he's curated this wonderful, they're not, on a scale from one to ten, I think if his club's a seven or eight, that's good. He's a ten. Yeah. He's uh, in a league all by himself. I agree. And I love it. I love it. He goes back up to a table. Good club. What do well, we you... love comedy. <laughs> you told him to... What? We love comedy. Oh, fuck <laughs> it. I'm quitting. No. So I brought you here, Gavin. When? Do you want my act? I, I want your show, Todd. <laughs> hey, let me tell you something. I want to put to rest... Because I, I, I'm sorry I ever did it. Oh, no. Yeah, I want to put I, it to rest. I, I'm not going to do it ever doing. again. I don't That's know. Fine. I don't know why I get so much joy out of it. it I, I tell it people fun. that Gavin is my nephew, and he just signed it with the major leagues. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a pitcher. I he looks like he could have played baseball. Like, and people, I don't know why I get joy out of people <laughs> buying it. Because I sell it really well, and they look at him, they don't blink an eye. Andy Killer goes, oh, that's... He is nowhere near tall enough or big enough to be a professional baseball player. Oh, see, you're overthinking But you don't have the belief that Todd has in me. It's all padding that those You don't understand. First of all, it's college. Oh, okay, okay. College baseball. Well, no, it was the Mets. He just got signed, so you're coming right out of college. coming right out of college. Yeah, you just got signed. I don't know what team I said, but you're getting... Yeah, you get it. You're basically in high school, and then you go to your... Gone to college, and then you get signed. And Thank I, you, baby. I pitch with my left hand, even though I'm sure right he does. Yeah. Anything you want. It's unnecessary. You seen the thing where he goes out there and the <laughs> runs around? <laughs> I, I don't know a lot of. I'm at all the games. All right, listen. I have a show to do, and I'm going to talk about some things. Okay. 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 I'm going to be. I was supposed to do this up front. <laughs> I have a safe word on the show. It's to George Carlin, and I like it because in all the chaos, it's just really nice to be able to throw that out, and everyone knows you're telling the truth. Yeah. Instead of going, are you serious? Are you not? Are you serious? Sometimes that can really drive me fucking crazy, especially when I'm being serious. Like, oh my God, I wish there was a way to fucking tell you right now so I can move past this. I swear to God, I'm not joking. But they're like, no, Todd. Would... So to George Carlin. Okay. I'll never, if you never break it, people trust you. They could be like, shut. You go to George Carlin and go, oh, okay, go ahead. Yeah. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> so to George Carlin, for what it's worth, I still feel like it's a cold opening. Like, I'm not relaxed yet. Okay. But once I get this out of the way, then you'll feel it. How long have we been going? 45 minutes. 28 minutes. <gasps> 28 minutes. Oh, my God. This show has to be over at 8. I mean, I have to leave, but you guys could no. carry on. What time? Wait, wait. If we're going to do a double show. What time is it now? I don't care. Leave it's, it in. What time? 7.08. No, 7.08. 7.08. Yeah, so that's what we'll do. Tell me like 8. Like, tell me to come in at 8, and then we'll take we'll a break. throw something at you at 8. Yeah, like bring me down at eight, and then like we could do an after show, but we'll we'll do this to eight. So we have some nice amount of time. Yes, we do. That's right. But I want you to bring me in like a professional, Aristotle. You know what I mean? I just I want you to throw go, the book. Todd, in. we're looking at about thirty left. Like you bring, you know, I need to to reacclimate myself. 
I can't just go in for the clothes. Like this? I remember like you still like, like a producer in the other booth. Oh yes, that's yeah, like it's a real show. That's like fun. the producer it's comes in over the PA. Oh, what's going on, Aristotle? I bring There's everything down. In this other room. I'm sorry. I want to ask you a question. I don't want to have a crazy show. I feel like I'm losing control. I ask good <laughs> questions. That's the type of show this is. I do, I just found. I did a little research on you today. Mm. I I wanted to do something with both of your stand-ups. Really? I took some stand-up from you guys from television, Uh-oh. and then I wanted to try something with your jingle to see how it would mix. But I don't want to go there yet. But I did it for both of you. <laughs> I don't know. You like play your stand-up, then play your jingle, and then go. Oh, how's that going to sound? And like, then name the year that it's from. Have to name. <laughs> oh, I, oh, could you name? That's great. That's great. And 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 when you're picking stand-up, it's funny you say that because I think I picked something because it made me laugh, and then I think, what if that's like a, a piece when they, they hate? hate? Yes. Yeah. Well, if it made you laugh, then maybe we'll like it again. Or <laughs> <laughs> pretend to for this moment. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Give me some reverb. We've got reverb tonight. Best Stelling. What? Stelling? It's a nice song. Tasha. Best Stelling. Bring it down on the drums. You know how many times do I tell you, and I don't mean to yell at the guys because it's not a bit like a lot of bands, <laughs> you're stupid and stop playing. <laughs> don't be dumb. It's not like a lot of shows they have, oh, they do a repertoire with the band. You've seen it, John, like some of those p- singers, right? Yeah, yeah, I've seen that. They I've do like that. a thing with the band, but it's all part of it. Yeah. In this show, it's not. You're dumb because you, and I don't like using the word dumb. Stop playing. What don't you get about that? How can you be a musician? Stop playing. Stop. What do what you have to do that last thing for? What the fuck is wrong with you? Does that make you, is that worth being annoying? What's that do? Wow, uh, thank you. Okay. okay, so I should point this out, I guess. Okay, I need a water. I, why am I revving so high? Oh, my God. I caught it. It's a rat. I can't believe I caught this. Thank you. That's Stelly. Can I tell you something? I got it. Okay, hold on. Good catch. Let me get this off my chest. Okay. How much time do we have left? <laughs> Seriously. Well, it's 48 minutes. Great. Can I tell you, when I smoke, I lose track of time. So even though when I ask what time it is, sometimes I edit it out because it seems like it takes people out of the moment. But I'm totally in the moment. I just hope I have a lot more time. Yeah. So I thought, I could have been talking for a while and have like, Todd, you have 28 minutes left. He's like, no, you got like that. I'm like, oh my God, I'm in a great mood. So let's, <laughs> let's just keep moving on. Thank you for the background song. Um, so anyway, I do want to say this real quick. Okay. February 20th, I'll be in, the <laughs> in Vancouver. Ooh. In Vancouver at the Rio Theater, a show on the 20th of February. Then on the 21st, I'm going to do the podcast at the Fox uh, Cabaret. Boom, done, right? Okay, I want to say two quick things to Kellyanne Conway and Ann Coulter. I know it's weird. Do you realize <laughs> that this misinformation, whatever you want to call it, it's literally draining nutrition from your body? And I don't believe in making physical jokes. No, I'm not talking about the nature. You were actually both aesthetically probably very beautiful people, even, you know, for, for whatever that's worth. I'm not talking about what nature did. I'm talking about when you deprive yourself of nutrition. It is literally affecting your skin. The lying, mm-hmm. and you know it. I see it. Like, if you only, if I couldn't get you to do it because it was the right thing to do just as a reason of the energy you give while you're here and the positive you give this earth, if I could only convince you, literally, it is making you look 
just stripped of nutrition. Your hair looks stripped of nutrition. Your skin looks, you're like gone. And it's not because, you know, I disagree with you. I'm not making it up. I There are people that say things I despise that don't look nutrition prime. They just go, no, I don't like what they say, but they actually look pretty healthy. I'm not playing games. The two of you, it is really, oh, what it's doing to your skin and your hair. It's just like brittle, frittle. Just, you look like you're going to, sn- it's just, ah, uh, it's not healthy. They need, to, they need to start telling the truth. They need to start because it'll give nutrition to their body. Yes. And they will look beautiful. Better. So anyway, last thing I wanted to say. Why do I have to say this? I don't know. I really don't know. You don't even have to weigh in on it. But I fucking love it. I think it's funny. <laughs> Hold on. Maybe I don't have to say it. I can't. I... Did they laugh because they knew what you didn't want to say? No, I think because it's like, I don't want to say something. I I don't know why I feel the need to. Okay, maybe I can say half of it. Okay. Okay. I I constantly like to nip and tuck the old, you know, you can't say anything anymore. You know, like these guys. And I guess I have to bring up Adam Carolla because Adam Carolla is on tour, even without judgment. And no, I don't probably, I don't definitely like what they're doing. But even without judgment, the tour is literally, he gets together with Dennis Prager and they talk about how you can't say anything anymore. Okay. That's the whole tour. It's like, they, you know, you can't say anything anymore. But you know, we're going to say and it? I, and I think that's funny that... It's misleading. That, um... <laughs> that, uh... <laughs> that... <laughs> what you can say. Like, I always want to remind them, well, because you don't... So I started thinking some new things. I've talked about this before, but I'm like, wait, why do you feel you can't say anything anymore? And I always think, is it because you don't like what you can say? And it doesn't... You don't like, but I th- saw the cartoon Big Mouth last night, and it mm-hmm. got me re-sparked. Have you seen it? Yeah, it's so good. And I thought, like, no bullshit. I don't want to over-compliment it, but if sure enough, I swung it back around. You can't say anything anymore. I'm like, proof you can. Like, you could not do that 30 years ago. This is like everything. It's silly. It's funny. It makes kids probably feel good about themselves. The opposite of what the Catholic Church did. That's just good for all the right reasons. It makes you giggle, and then you probably makes people feel fucking good about themselves. You yeah. could have. You can say shit. When I saw them, like you can say that. You can talk about being an atheist now. You couldn't used to talk about being an atheist. You can go up on stage if you're transgender or gay and talk about it in front of the audience, and then go back to your act that has nothing to do with it because you know it's not 1980 where one. Once you said that, you better just talk about it for an hour. Right. Women can be who, who are on stage. Talk about sexuality in a way that 40 years they couldn't. Not because they probably couldn't, because everyone told them that they couldn't. Now they fucking prove it every day. Guy like Adam Carolla said women weren't funny. I wonder if it sucks. Well, he's touring around going, you can't say anything anymore. And a lot of fucking women comedians that I know are going around saying whatever they fucking want. Ain't life a fucking you know what? <laughs> so... Yeah, and then all the things you can talk about depression on stage now and so much shit you can talk about. So, and when I saw that, that's a compliment I wanted to give to Big Mouth because if that's not shut the fuck up in your face, well, you can't say anything anymore. Well, they're not having a problem. Yeah. Anyway, that's it. <laughs> I feel better now. Good. I'm going to have a drink. How's your parents? <laughs> How are your parents? The, Where do they live? The storm stopped. No, it's still. No, it's one of those, you know when the sun comes out, but there's still thunder? It's so sexy. <laughs> that was a little wow. worm. A worm popped up. Yeah, w- <laughs> you can make that sound like a worm popping up. I love it. Okay, picture the yard and a worm pops up. And he's all, ha- oh, and he likes the show. He's like, oh, the Todd Glass show. And he pops up. I like Yay. the Todd Glass show. And he pops up. <laughs> and his head's already looking around. What's going on over there? <laughs> okay, so. um. I, yeah. 
No, I was just saying the Corolla thing. I feel like he said women weren't funny like the week before his book was released. You know? Yeah. Well, you're right, right. I remember. I, that. I mean, I also think he probably believes it, but yeah, he. I. I guess my takeaway from that too is just like I guess he misses saying words that it's probably are offensive, the, right? And by the way, and really, there's only four I think really that you could argue you can't say anymore however I think most people will acknowledge that if you had a good enough joke if you're a good enough joke writer someone could everything hear possible. everything yeah yeah everything is possible but, but I think people say that they can't say anything when they have nothing to really say I always feel that I said that on my Netflix yeah I go it's never it doesn't seem like it's a poet it's always defending right. the weird yeah or for is. example the word retard you know it's like okay oh, so do you <gasps> what do Somebody you brought it up that I oh, I'm always the first one to bring oh, it up. I you know, I have a boner right now. Yeah, my. F- and I'm not not in oh, a sexual way, sure, but sure. in a thank you for bringing it up. Oh, when I don't have to. That was it. Don't make it a gross. Now joke. we, you know, growing up, it was one of those things where we weren't allowed to say it, and we weren't for a lot of reasons. But one being, my aunt dedicated her entire life to making sure that uh, intellectually challenged people were able to find work in Louisville, and she had like a center named after her. Like, so we grew up with having typically one intellectually challenged person at like Thanksgiving or something. So yeah, it was like in my face, why would I ever look at someone and be like, you're a retard? You know what I mean? It was hateful and mean, so we learned that. That being said, I think in a lot of ways, Adam Carolla is saying what? I wanna be able to say retard. <laughs> Is that like what you're... Um, I miss I t- it. Can I, I tell you what it. somebody said to me? And this was like a kid. He's like 21 years old after a show in Atlanta. He go, you know, he listens to the podcast. He knows who he is. He's probably mm-hmm. listening right now. And I'm sorry I'm blanking on your name right now. But uh, um, uh, so anyway, he goes, you know, I, one time I thought my friend uses the word. He told me the same thing. You know, and he goes, I thought... It's 2017, he said, because at that point it was. Mm-hmm. He goes... You really have to love saying it. You really gotta love saying it to keep like, it in. You gotta really love. I, I have New Yorker friends it? that will never get rid of it. Like there are some people that apparently just they're just gonna be what they are, and you can sometimes separate and say like, I know you're not a bad person, yeah. but you won't eliminate these they words. You know what I say? I always say to audiences sometimes, and I don't think I sometimes will get embarrassed because I've talked about something. I love that you brought it up. Of course, I'll talk about it. I'd talk about it if you didn't bring it up, but especially if you brought it up. Um, <laughs> but uh, it's I always say can I ask I'll say to the audience I'll go trust me like go behind my back I'm not yelling at you find out on your own how this is more than just this word there's no way you can be locked on this and not have it affect how you get along with your significant other and I know you have every right to go what what is this if you really took the time to listen why it's not right to say that word if you were just half listening your hand would hit your heart you'd be like oh my god yeah. you'd feel like oh my god i'm sorry i'm sorry hey people make laps yeah. of judgments i've made laps of judgments but it's not that you thought it but it's been explained to you it's 2019 it's not yeah. 10 years ago then i get it someone brilliantly since we've been starting sort of this thing 15 20 years ago don't tell me someone didn't cross your path and explain it brilliantly to you. Right. I'm not saying everybody. I'm saying in the beginning, someone might have not, even me as, you know, go, no, you didn't do a great job, but somebody brilliantly, and if they didn't, you're going to have that same disconnect because I'm telling you, you're saying they didn't. I'm going to go out on a ledge here and go, they did. Yeah. It's not everybody. Somebody brilliantly told you, and even then you went, no, 
There's no way that can't affect your relationship they're, with your daughter or your wife you. or your boss. There is a disconnect. This is simple and clean and common decency. No one's being sensitive. It's a just a really fucking fair request, and you have a lock on it. Yeah. You're holding on to something, they and will, it's not what you think it is. I'm with you. They lack a vulnerability. I remember the first time I was called on something by a friend for just being like, for saying, describing somebody, I was like, oh, it, she was a black woman, blah, blah, blah. Either way, the way I described it, my friend was like, you didn't need to do that. And I must have been just out of college and I got defensive. And then I had to go, because it hurt, because you don't want to be wrong, because I'm not a bad person. So I don't want to be called a bad person for saying that, but you should be thankful for friends that are willing to be like, hey, guess what? Eh, what you did there. And then you're like, well, fuck you, or, well, uh, okay, you're right. I'm embarrassed. Because all it is is just being it's, able to be vulnerable and be like, ooh, right. I was wrong. And, and you know, I didn't know. Yeah. And so now I can just try to be better because I, I didn't intentionally be wrong. Let me tell you something. Hurtful. I, lo I love the way you said that because it was so clean and so crisp. And like I said, I hope someone on this show, the way they hear it, they go. Because you know what will happen? If there's someone else that agrees with us and they have a friend that's listening, they'll go, will you do me a favor? Will you go just listen to this 17 minutes in? And I hope that sometimes I believe me, I don't earn the right. I hope they're sending them somewhere else. I don't feel I got something out as clean as I want to. But just now, over this last five minutes, I feel like we've just broke it down. Like you're, and, and I think if you went inward, and we get it. Like I've had the same thing happen to me. I was told not to do a joke uh, years ago about Jerry's kids, and I was like nineteen or twenty even, and I. Look, I was not a great comic, but at least when I got those corrections, I don't know what the fuck. Maybe I was just lucky, but I swear I'm not just telling a story the way I want it to be told. I accepted it. Yeah. Like when someone told me, Todd, Jerry's kids are not, they don't drop trays because they're clumsy. They have, so when something drops a tray and you go, what are those Jerry's kids? And he goes, he was nice. His name was Dwayne Cunningham. He goes, I know you heard someone else say it. He goes, and you just thought, and you know, that could be, yeah. you think, hitting the poker in deeper. <laughs> yeah. But it didn't. He was like, I know. Like, he, who is he saying is you're better than that? Yeah. And he goes, but they're, so they shouldn't be synonymous with people who drop trays. And you know what? It fucking made sense. Right. Or I'm going to act like, no, I'm a bad person. And you know what? My I had this uh, other friend of mine, because I talk about this a lot, I thought exactly what you just said. You could have gone either way. And he said, you, you know what? Sometimes it could be as simple as, and I've been on both sides of this, you know, uh, someone telling you to, uh, you're talking loud. Mm -hmm. And I have a friend, I'm going to start positive, Daniel Kino, who talks loud. And every time I tell him, I'm always nice. Because yeah. most people are, you feel bad, you know, you go, Daniel. And he's always amazing about it. And I respect him for that. He right. always goes, no, no, no. I've been told it before. Yeah. I need to hear it. I need to hear it. I'm like, oh, and that relaxes me, and I'm telling him in a nice way, but he accepts it in a nice way. Yeah. So, you know, you, you, um, that's what I'm saying. So it when someone says, don't say a word, don't just turn it into like, oh, I'm being, you know, just think about it. You know, this seems cocky, but I don't know. I think I earned the right to say it. I know the reason that people say that word still, 2019. 2019, mm -hmm. I know the reason that people say that word is not because they thought it through. Yeah. Now, how do I know that? How do I know that, that they didn't? That's pretty cocky of me. I'm implying that people are listening to this show right now that still use that word in 2019. I know that they did not go, all right, well, they're saying, and think it through. Here's the other side of it. It's, you might think I'm playing with a compliment to you, but I don't think I am. 
because if you did, you would have changed your mind. Yeah. This is about something else. You feel things are closing in. There's things you can't say. Learning new shit sucks. I get it. But there's human beings involved. And they, learning fucking, sometimes it sucks. I don't even want to, someone tells me their dog is like, a, hey, she's pretty. It's a guy. All right, shut the fuck up. <laughs> but these are people's lives that are begging to be just cared about yeah. like everybody else. So l not wanting to learn about them isn't cute. Right. So, yeah, I get it that it sucks. I'm trying to not be too hard on people, but, you know, uh, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> Fun, man. <laughs> Thank you. That being said, there are words sometimes, for example, and people that will receive it differently. I think Brad Williams has talked about it at, at nauseum for himself. You know, whether everyone's okay, some some little people are fine with midget. Some people think that's like the worst word I could have just uttered. Like, y not all people of one orientation or background feel the same. It's impossible. It'd be like me saying, well, all women don't like to be called sup bitch and some girls refer to their girlfriends as like hey bitch it's, you I, know so it's like that's certainly not the same thing as the other words i was using but you know you can't just generalize an entire group of people and say they're okay with this word or not okay with that word but as a whole i think that we are on the same page with yes yes no no yeah hey look i'm happy to be on the same page <laughs> different lines same page i'm thrilled that doesn't happen all the time but yeah the best you can do is just learn and then move on better right well, look, I will say this. I've said it before, but I'll say it again because I don't take for granted everybody listens to every show and it's here it is appropriate. I don't think there's ever been the negative. Like when it's usually somebody is a crying out to be saying, please don't call that or don't do that or we feel take offense to that. I, I really don't know any times when 30 years passes on any of the issue where we went, that one, we were nice for no reason. It ended up we could have not done what they wanted. It always looks like, oh, my God, why? I always take whatever somebody's asking for, whatever comes along, I start backwards and go, you know, 30 years from now, you want to be the person that went, whatever you want, I'll give you. Oh, my God, I love you. You're fine. You're healthy. Thank God for expressing yourself. That's the only thing people are going to admire. Anything short of that is like, you know, like, so, right? Yeah. Dude, dude, am I making sense? Oh, my gosh. I have I had someone recently, I forget what it was. It was just an old set of mine, and someone had said, I, I saw that you said tranny, and then I later had said transsexual. Like, in, in the actual joke that was recorded, I stumble over it. So you can tell then that I wasn't using it derogatory. Right, right. Um but even still, I this person reached out to me and was like, "Do you think that transsexuals are are not people or whatever it was?" And I responded, and I just said, "I'm sorry, wasn't meant to be hurtful, but still, I am sorry that it hurt you because it did." And I I didn't mean it that way, and I don't certainly don't tell that joke anymore. And um, and thank you. And but was yeah. it, did they say anything back? It was retroactively anyway. It had been years past. But um, yeah, they just said, I think they were just like, initially they were like, I was a fan and, and you lost me. And I was like, well, I'm so sorry to hear that. You know, just so you know, um, that's not how I meant it. I think when you can listen to the, like, because there's, yeah. there's so much going, well, that's not how I meant it and fuck you. Uh, but it's also like, I'm sorry. I'm sorry it hurt you. You but I, it certainly what, wasn't meant with malice. You know what I would do if they did that to me? I would park outside, find out where <laughs> they live, park outside their house and go, how you doing? <laughs> Sorry for being myself. <laughs> now I'm just going to stand outside your house. <laughs> Until you come out and give Until me. you come out and give me a hundred bucks. <laughs> I, I thought you were going to say hug. Give me a hug. I'll take a hug too. <laughs> um, you know what I always wanted to do? <laughs> I don't know. 
I feel. Can I tell you? Yeah. I have to tell you. What do you think I'm going to say, John? You're. You're going. This is still a cold open. No. Well, no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You. But not anymore, yeah. baby. It's the Todd Glass Show. We're ready to start, everybody. <laughs> Let's start it. Come on. We got Beth Stelling and Gavin Matz. Are you kidding me? Of course I make a big deal. <laughs> what do we got? We got any words here? If you need a podcast, don't know what to play. Tip it to the nerdist, 9 o'clock Friday, Todd Glass Show. Wow, it is after a real Mark show. show. We're Fridays after Mark Maron. <laughs> Alice Thyburn. Sorry, then that jingle we mentioned, Nerdist. Nerdist is dead. They're in the dirt. They were, they, I can't, I, I, I'm sorry. When I hear Nerdist, I get sick to my stomach. I want to barf. And uh, because Starburns is like a step-parents. They've come and hugged us and loved us and showed us. Uh, <laughs> Nerdist. <laughs> Joe, we got to go back and scrub the closet. Yeah, that's actually a big. It's yeah, controversial. It's a problem. A lot let's, of these jingles have... 30 minutes, Mr. Glass, 30 minutes. Oh, okay, so $25,000. <laughs> <laughs> what would you do with it? Well, I found out today, because I... You know, I like sometimes... It's a good excuse to, like, watch some... Yeah. You know, like I saw Conan, your Conan, it was really... The I last it, one or the first? I know, I love it. I, I'm the, the same way. The first one is so upsetting. <laughs> well, you know what? I won't... I, I, I won't know till I play it. I think I'm almost positive it was Conan. But it made me laugh. I was like, oh, you're good. You're being yourself. Oh, thanks. You know what I mean? Then like, it was you know probably the, the latest one. Yeah, you were being yourself. And then okay. uh, I thought about, and then, uh, <laughs> I don't know, I, I put, I'm like, he won $25,000. <laughs> I, I don't, maybe Jake told me about that. So you enter a contest in Vancouver. Um, well, it's like a Canada co- competition. Right. Not really a contest, right. you know, a contest. <laughs> you think it's Autumn asking about this? Uh, Why no, is a fine. contest different from a competition? Because a contest you can like sign up online or you could like enter at your grocery store. Winner can be chosen randomly. Yeah, exactly. Right. For a contest? Look at Aristotle. Yeah. There you have it. Wow, this is fun. And a competition <laughs> is what you Spice it up, you know? Sure. You have, to, you have to compete for the title. Yes. Won it. Yeah, so in you competition. win. In right. Toronto. Good job, it? Beth. <laughs> Getting that all going. Well, she has a podcast now, too. <laughs> yeah, uh, she knows her shit. Um, we went off topic. Beth knew I. She saw the blank stare in my face. She goes, okay, the $25,000. So you enter the, compi- the contest. Competition? Sure. Comp- let's go oh, competition. Jesus Christ, I'm so nervous. Edit out contest. Okay. okay. <laughs> I'm not offended, though. Uh, thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. Yeah, I entered the con- competition, and you you gotta go all the way. And you then... almost said contest. Oh, I know I did. <laughs> well, we'll edit it out. So you, so I want to get to the part where you win. <laughs> it was at uh, at JFL in Toronto. There's How many a, times it, was it till you won? Like you you do one, and three, then you get past three rounds. Okay, then there's the last round. Last round. How many eight, people eight, are in the last no, round? No, but let's talk about eight. how much material is done in round one, two versus three. Can you go take us through that? Boop boop boop. It was it was all different. The only, only the last. Oh, I only use the one joke every time, and it was my joke about puzzles. So yeah, tell you, us how the first round yeah, you went get the and glue, how many minutes the you glue. did. You know, let me Five. tell you something about puzzle glue. This glue, I've used a lot of puzzle glue, uh-huh, yeah, but yeah, this puzzle glue, yes. <laughs> I do. I pay attention. Okay. For round one, five minutes. Round one, five minutes. Round two, seven minutes. And then round three was the the finals, and that was uh, like nine minutes or ten minutes. Okay, and you were obviously having to add material as yes, you went. Correct. Thank you. Yeah, you're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> 
Sometimes stories have like you know beginning, middle. So you so so I you just, so you, let let me just for, for whatever it's worth. Okay, so the last thing, boom, there's ninety. They call your name instantly. You know, you win twenty five thousand dollars. Yeah, like that. How? Because it's okay, crazy. can I ask you some personal? I mean, a few Canadian, personal questions. Twenty five Canadian. No, no, not too personal. Did you have any? Do you have any? Did you have any debt before that? Yeah. Okay. Can, do you mind if I ask how much? Uh, like, <laughs> like twelve thousand. Okay. A lie. Okay. Well, well, well all <laughs> no, that was is, honest. Was all I'm saying is that that you, if you want, you clear that off. It's like, wow. Okay, well, I just you stopped still, paying it, and you still <laughs> thank you. Wait, you better. stopped? No, I paid it. Oh, okay. Right, so, so I just I know that's horrible to ask, but and you know, you, it's not like you have kids. You have it's to put through college. It's not horrible to ask. Everybody, you, have, you don't have to put kids it. through college. Hey, because some guy wins that, he's got two kids in college. He's like, oh, fucking, that money doesn't even do shit. It means but nothing. Your point, it could, it did one major thing and probably got rid of it a lot of well, debt. I used it. I used it to get my American visa. You did great. Yeah, which was and, l- and let me ask you another question. Uh huh. Did you on the interview show? By the way, oh, that we, was also in the, the. They did the interviews right in the morning, but yeah, you I'd said you never had makeup night, put on before. I had I'd been up all night, like drinking, and this was at like <laughs> seven in the morning. Yeah, and then they asked these questions that you know are insane. They, it's you know some of the the people in these local towns are great, and they're the ones that end up with jobs in bigger markets. It's just mm-hmm. the way it happens. You prove you're good in a little market, and then you move up to a bigger market. Some of them are surprisingly good. I say that because. Who knows? Maybe some of them listen, and I don't want to lump them all together. Sometimes you get into a little market, and you do. You get on, you're like, oh, these two are so comfortable. It was, yeah. a great, it was a great interview. They were relaxed. They knew what, instead of asking you stupid questions about comedy, they know how to get out of you in other ways. And like Trey I said, and Helen in Portland. Are, right? You So, so you mm. know what I'm talking about. So, now, I don't know them, but I know. You've been on the show, I bet. Probably have yeah, been. Yeah, AM Northwest. Okay. So, so, so uh, that, woman, else? that woman that was interviewing you oh, yeah. what was, was one of so the stiff. So, so, how has it changed your life? You know, or something. Describe it, your comedy for people that aren't familiar the, with The you. worst question is, is, so are you just thinking of things, walking around, just <laughs> thinking of funny things in your head? I, I wish. I talked eight times this whole podcast. Her questions were horrible. I felt bad for her. I, I thought you were nice. Can I tell you something? I swear, I was like, I was glad he was nice because he could have been a little bit like, and he was like, nice. You never made a fool of yourself by <laughs> acting too oh, thank you. congratulatory. No, no, I'm, I'm serious. It's a very, I'm glad I, know, I thought I of love, that specific I just love word. You, you never you, made you a fool of yourself. You never made a fool of yourself by, because they're throwing congratulatorial things your way. And, and you didn't like bask in it. You just sort of went, well, it's actually just, and you were very like, you, you were appropriate with the end. I know I'm right. I, I feel like I want to put the interview. I want to see the interview. I know. So do I. I want to put it up so people go, because you know what they're going to do if they watch it? They go, I know exactly what Todd meant. He just, you know. Yeah. Because she was like, what else? Some some other weird things. She would just, oh, I, I forget. What'd she say? I don't know. Well, I know there I'm was like mean. three of those interviews in a row. And they're all the same, and they just like stare at you. She mm. said to you, she goes, "Do you like uh, they get coked up and go to parties?" And I said, yeah. she, she said, that? "Yeah, baby, she no, did, yeah. coked no, up, no, coked up." Oh my up. god, I thought the coked cameras up. were off. I was like, she thought the cameras up? were off. That that's why you said it, right? She, yeah. Oh, because they were going to commercial, and she goes, "You like to get coked up?" Yeah, and she's like, fun? "You've got all this money now. Do you want to be?" Gavin Matz. Gavin Matz. Gavin Matt. 20? Gavin Matt. 22 left. Wow. Gavin Matt. I like singing it. It's got a nice tone. So, you, so I wanted to ask you. So did you buy it? What made you? I didn't know. Look, I don't want to act like I went and did a ton of research. 
you know, I'm on the treadmill. I look around a little bit. Yeah. So don't think I'm like crazy, like sick, you know. Like, right. Mm, why Ill. Did, why did they, how did, well, Beth's, out there. here's you laying in bed at night. Give me, can you get some reverb? <laughs> why does Todd, hello? That's not enough. If I'm going to really sound like Beth, I need a lot of reverb. Hello? <laughs> hello? Okay, it's you in bed. Okay. Huh. No, it's just weird he knew all my credits for that song. <laughs> I mean, he says he's gay, but... He's sure. obviously horny for my credit. He's <laughs> <laughs> obviously horny <laughs> I love delusion in bits, because that guy in that bit... Oh, uh, yeah, maybe. All right, listen. Okay. Okay, so let me just get to the things here. Well, cause, cause I, I was want... there the night you won. I was oh, you were there? Ju- I was doing Just for Laughs, Toronto. Mm-hmm. Toronto. Oh, you know him? He plays, it's my nephew, he plays baseball. Yeah, I do know him. Yeah. I, mean, I was I'm going to, for the Mets. I was going to all the games. <laughs> Thank you. I have his jersey. Wow. Uh, okay, so we got that. Mm-hmm. I'm hearing a siren in my ears. Maybe I should go to the my doctor. My ride's here. My ride's here. <laughs> Wait, say the, say the horny for credits thing again, but then oh. you play the worm after. <laughs> <laughs> He's horny for my credits. <laughs> <laughs> and then come in with the song. Oh my God, I'm a producer. Watch how I do this. How I take the show. You say it again, and then you play the boing sound, and then you come in with the with the Sunny Springfield, but whatever her name is, song. Here we go. Do you Ready? want the whole sentence? Like Todd, I thought y- he was gay. If you don't mind. Okay. I thought Todd was gay, but he seems pretty horny for my credits. When I said I need Come on, let it breathe. Let it breathe, everybody. A nice round of applause. Beth has taken to the stage. I'm gonna hand for, for my drummer, everybody. Play it, show off. Uh, play hard. Don't you see? Stop everything. Stop everything. Play the guy singing it. I want to make pretend like we can make pretend it's happening here. So anybody, you guys know that I've been uh, thinking about, uh, I want to have some singers in here tonight. So you, what is your name, sir? Uh, Joel. Joel. So Joel is here. What's your last name, Joel? I'll give you a little plug to your... Uh, Osmond. Osmond. So Joel uh, <laughs> is going to, he's here in the studio. He's going to really do a song here. So we got the drums. You got your, okay, so you brought, you sent some tracks. I know you sent some tracks. And uh, you're going to do... I sent some tracks ahead. You sent some tracks. We have them. And I know Eric. So we'll try to... You know, we'll get a good feeling going in here. Maybe pretend, everyone knows it's not happening. But what if it was? Could this be better? So here we go. Let's have some fun, everybody. Nice round of applause. When I said I needed you You said you would always stay you could, Yeah, he's good. I was a me I 
don't have to say you love me. Just take off your clothes. Come on. Let's go back to the show. That's an old song parody that someone did. That one I don't even remember who owns it. But that was a, you don't have to say you love me. Just take off your clothes. And then everyone loved it. They would applaud. And then they would do another one. It's crazy. Joel Osment was here. Yo, that was great. <laughs> I really could picture it. In my head, maybe I asked people to do too much. But in my head, I pictured it. You're on the stage over in the corner. You brought some tracks. I'm not disingenuous the audience. We have Eric Calver on drums. I like the new Todd Glass thing in the drums. I do too. It looks I professional. That. On the road, this is what I have behind me. I love it. You know I feel I, dry without it. I was at the first show in this garage, barn. Really? Yes. Wow, that's, that's like crazy. Three years ago. I yeah, even got right, the Facebook exactly. memory today. <laughs> Believe that. That's when we know that everything's listening and watching. Because yeah. he knew on your calendar that you were coming to do Todd's again, and otherwise they would not have said it was three years ago today. Damn. On my mm. memories? Yeah. Yeah, I remember. Because it wasn't to the day. Well, I don't know if you remember this, but I used to tell my friends you played baseball. Uh, I used to. Do you, did I ever tell this story? Well, but that's because just, I do I'm play baseball. I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> okay. Come on. What am I sick in my head? <laughs> what are we looking at? We're going to do an after show. 15 minutes. You're only losing me. You, are you, what, what well, are you? I mean, I don't have a show till 1030. It's whatever you want. I don't have a show till no, 1030. There, there's no pressure. There's no pressure. I love it. I love it. I just, when, when you know, I, I go in for the clothes nice and slow. I don't hurry like other shows. Are you good, Beth? Yeah. Can I get some reverb? Do you want to play a... Uh, uh, do you want to? Uh, do, do you want to play uh, songs on a on a on a kazoo and see if we can guess what they are? Yeah, I do. And then after that, we can play. Do you want to guess? How about this? I'll, I'll, here's how we'll go to close. Okay. We'll play. Beth is going to play songs on a kazoo. Notice it's a brand new kazoo. Honestly, I couldn't appreciate that more. Of course. When you said, "Will you play?" You know I'm a dreamer in some yeah. ways, like not to an extreme, but I was like, great. I mean, I'll do it. I touch boys' microphones all the time, but Gavin was probably like, oh, shit. I looked over at this, and I was like, oh, she probably doesn't want to touch that. Yeah, yeah he knows. Uh, look, it yeah. has my name on it, so we know whose is it, because, yeah, we're all, I try to be. Okay. I don't know if you're going to be able to get this, the, the song I have in mind. Well, but then we can play, here's what we're going to do. Then we're going to play Guess the Flavor of the Skittle. Oh, okay. <laughs> then we're gonna play. How long does this animal live in captivity versus? Don't a they zoo? all taste the same? A zoo. <laughs> what's wrong with that? Why are you laughing at her? Wait, what's what are these? Do you understand what I'm saying? What we're gonna oh, play? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're gonna play a game, Gavin what's and Beth. This? They're, they're oh, they're for the top they're spare parts. Do you have your electric kazoo? I always do. You have <laughs> an electric kazoo, Beth. Always are you do. Electric kazoo. Wait. Where's Do I have to put one in there? Well, yeah, I think there's one in there already. What happened to Eric? I think you it's have to unscrew end. it very slightly. It might be too tight. Got to. Okay. Really? Okay, what if I tighten it? Uh, How long ago? Uh, uh, 47 mm. minutes at least. No. So it's not just blowing. You have to what? add a sound to yeah, it. Exactly. Got it. I, got I it. always forget. How long ago did he go? Oh, thank you. He hasn't mm. been here the entire show. It was just show. blowing before. How many minutes ago? Just say it. Yell it out. He left 30 minutes ago? I noticed when he left. You think he's having uh, a panic attack? Why are we talking about <laughs> What's it matter? What are you worried about the, what we talk about on the show? What are you, the producer now? I'm doing it because I want to talk about whatever I want to talk about. Did you get that? That's the advantage of having your own show. Hey, who's having Hold a on. panic attack? What? <laughs> who's having a panic attack? I don't know. I heard Eric. That's what, that's what Aaron said. 
We should all go check balls, dude. Oh my god, Wait. having a bad again. We should all go check on. Let's him. have the exact opposite that Eric would want. You ready? Okay. Everybody just. Oh my god, Eric's having. Oh shit! Oh, Eric's having a panic attack. Oh no, he can't. Eric is having a panic attack. Having a panic attack. Eric is having a panic attack. I am the cops. Oh, it's a panic attack. Having a panic attack. Please alert the neighbors. Alert everybody. Hear the primal drum. Oh, well, what is Hear it? Oh, Eric's hot. Hey, he's he's having a panic, panic attack. attack. Having a panic attack. Eric is 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 having a panic attack. You know why I think that is a good joke? I always think, can you have a joke about that? Because someone that has panic attacks could appreciate it. I'm like, that's why it's a funny joke. Because yeah. they're like, you know, like that's when you're having a panic attack. Yeah, I get it. You want to go be by yourself and just breathe. So or he, just the thought of that right. happening gives them a panic attack. Right. <laughs> exactly. So we're inciting I had a friend that attacks. was like buying, um, exactly. I think, anxiety for dummies at the bookstore. And then as they were getting, she, the woman was like, see, I have anxiety. And she was like, <laughs> 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 yeah no this is a gift but i can't say that out loud because i have anxiety <laughs> that's funny all right <laughs> write that down right i was petrified and now i'm back no. uh, uh, fireflies okay how about i'll try how about you do i want to know what is it is it unwritten no is it so confident. Is it okay. Sunflower. Let me help you out. Can you put some like reverb in best mic? Yeah, that's Natalie Imbruglia. Yeah, what's the Torn. Torn, Okay, so now here's a new one. <laughs> <laughs> ding, 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 ding. Celebrated. A fish? Oh, thank you so much. <laughs> Is that right? Yeah. yeah welcome farm- to my farmhouse. Farmhouse. Oh wow. my god, I loved it. Did wow. you put reverb in it? Did you? No, I love fish. Welcome. This he loves fish. He's going to, to see them. I'm going to Mexico next week to see fish. I hope you have a great time. Thank you so much. I hope we play farmhouse. Wow. <laughs> oh my god, it's thundering outside. <gasps> I love it. It's actually. So here's what we're gonna do. We're going in. Oh, I'm eating Skittles. They're so good. We haven't acknowledged that Beth's kazoo is chrome. That's I'm jealous of that. Yeah. Why? Is that a surprise? Well, Eric, Aristotle, yours is electric. I know, but it's not chrome. Aristotle, I got an electric kazoo. Do I get to keep this or what? Of course. Oh, totally. Wonderful. He has an electric kazoo. I bought it. It's hooked into the PA system. I got it to him for Christmas. Wow. Uh, wow. To where? Target. To you target? Can't, let me tell you something about Target. You, you can't go wrong. You can't go wrong. I'll tell you why. They got everything. Because there. you don't know where someone's at. Maybe they're moving into a new place and they need like cleaning supplies and mop and yeah. a thing. Or maybe they're just fine. Okay. Yeah. They need a new thing for their TV. Or maybe they maybe just they... inevitably will need toilet paper. Yeah. Right. There's always something, even if everything. Or you never know. They might need to spend it, it all on toilet paper. Mm-hmm. Spend it all on your roots. I'm smart for life. Add some reverb, please. You don't have to say you love me. Just take off your clothes. Wow. You don't have to say you love me. Just take off your clothes. Good at that range. That's beautiful. Right? You did a nice job at there. At that range. 
That got a little bit yelly. If you played the drums and tried to fill in for me, instead you leave me hanging to make me look stupid so you can prove you're a better musician. No, you're right. walk out. No, good, good. Do the fake bit where you walk out. Go ahead. You know what? Can I tell you how I know you won't do the bit? Because you literally have to fake walk out, and you're too fucking lazy. You would never commit to this bit. You would never commit to this bit. Thank you. No, I would. No. Oh, sure. Yeah, sure. You're good. That's a funny bit to do in front of the audience one night to just go, because you're too fucking lazy. Even within this bit, you know that if you do it, you literally have to walk out of the room, and you're too fucking lazy. I'm just Okay, I got to go in for a closed. Okay. Do you want to play Guess How Long This Animal Lives? Yes. In captivity versus a zoo? Yes. Is this a fun game or sad? <laughs> I think it's educational. It depends on the animal. Do you have animals prepared? No. I, I didn't know zoos were sad for a long time. I'll give you an example. I'll start with one that I know the answer to. I know! God yeah. Damn. Thank you. I'm sorry. I just hit that. <laughs> oh, that's just such a such a that's such a just a pure, simple, clean way to say that. Yeah. Oh, well, you know, hey, we all it's okay. Yeah. I thought it was. And you know, and um I didn't know they were sad. Either did I. That's why yeah. I used to have a joke about the zoo and now he can't tell it because I have to feel like I have to apologize that I'm glorifying the zoo, you know. Right. Well I didn't know if people are still going. Yeah, no. they are. They're underfeeding a lot of the grandmas there. They look <laughs> frail. <laughs> Do you think the zoo crowd is the same as the Adam Carolla crowd? Oh, how dare you. Someone said he did a benefit for you, he mentioned on his show. And I answered that I don't usually answer. Um, no, no, I do. I answer all emails, every email. Wow. And then I did. And as long as you're kind, I say, just be kind. I'm. I swear I'll listen to it. Just you never have to be mean spirited. If you're mean spirited, I just don't. If you're kind, I will listen to it all the way through. And they said, you know, hey, you said you did hit benefit, he, you know, because I had been like pretty critical. So then um, I was like, well, what do I owe somebody that oh, I mean, I owe them to just mention that, and that that's true, and I appreciated it. But if mm-hmm. I, if someone said, and you should also owe them, in my opinion, whatever they do for the rest of their life. You yeah. just be okay with it. Oh, that's a lot to ask for. Right. I think I should just be genuinely appreciative of what they did, and I'm sorry that our opinions are different now, but right. that doesn't negate that I fucking appreciate that you drove somewhere and did a show after I had my heart attack. That doesn't negate that. I do appreciate that. Of course. And if someone said to me that I trusted that was a pretty evolved person, Todd, I think you owe it to him to never mention about other topics that might come up over the next 30 years to just never be genuine. If he says something you adamantly disagree with, yeah, you shouldn't, and I valued their opinion, I would say, then I won't. But no one's ever said that to me. Hmm. Anyway, I'm not acting like I'm so controversial. I'm not, I'm not editing this out. <laughs> what do we have left? And it, only, and it did come the up. animals. We're going to guess the animals, beca- how long beca- they live. Yes. Oh, yeah. Okay, that's how we'll go in for close. Is there anything you want to promote? Oh, just those Burlington, even though it's going to be cold, come out this weekend, the 14th through the 16th. The You're going to go to the Comedy Club. Attic. If you've never been there, it's a religious experience for comedy. And then you go in there and it's... Yeah. You're Beth part Beth of something so yeah. cool. When you go to the Bloomington Comedy Attic, I'm not just saying this. I genuinely mean this. When history writes itself, it will write about that place because it's because it can't not. It can't not. It's a special place. I agree. And 
History will write it, and you're going to be part of shows where you're going to go, you know who I saw there? You know who I saw there? Because he has such good taste. Comedians, before they're at the point, the reason that club should do well is because people will trust his taste. And if he pleases them overwhelmingly, they'll come out and see people just because he's put the stamp on it. Yeah. And if that's his model, his business model... I hope it works for it is working for him. That and, and using the green room as his office. Those well, are, those are his business. <laughs> I gave him a hard time about that in the anniversary video. Can I tell you something? Do you know how much fucking respect I have for him that I overlooked that? I'm not going to act like anybody else. I'd go. Am I the got, only one who gave him a hard time about that? No, I don't. Uh, no, in, I'm in glad. In the anniversary you, video, I, I said it to his face. I saw that. I saw yeah, <laughs> I said the video. I know. Face. Believe me, if it was anybody else. I would go, stop, go make an all. You, it's, someone just wants a room. This club is perfect. The hotel is perfect. Like, just <laughs> a, just a room that's clean. There's something yeah. zen about having a room that's got not a lot going on in it and just maybe two comfortable couches and just yeah. clean and kept, you know, yeah. and it's great. But because I have so much respect for him and so much, he earns the right to be like crazy, but Mitch Hedberg crazy, like in a good way. And it's he's crazy in the way that he just fucking loves comedy, and yeah. it, and the, and the, and so I just overlook it. But of course, I I'm like I do want to say, oh, why can't you? But, uh, but I just I love Jared. But he, but of course you're right. I love Jared. Jared, if you're listening, clean I the love o- you. clean the office because you have changed green rooms around before. I have, like in at the Vancouver Yuck Yucks, you went in t- three, five, six hours early and put in candles and vacuumed. No, I didn't vacuum. I thought you had. Well, I wish, but the that rumor had, is that you. You know, vacuumed. that's always. I think people do that because it adds to the story in a very flamboyant way. Now that I'm honest about myself, just there's you no and, You in an apron. Yeah, yeah. Todd's vacuuming. Chris James like, said. Did Chris James Chris, said it. Yeah. Well, guess what? He, you know what happened to Chris James, and I'm sorry to bring it up because I know he's dead. He died Tuesday. He got hit by a bus. Oh my God. This is a true story. Chris James is dead. Please tweet at his uh, significant other who is at, oh, guarding his phone, and would love, 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 love to say. Just send the love. Chris James, rest in peace. Please tweet at him and send his significant other love and hugs and kisses and warmth. And his and mistress. Snuggle. And his mistress, who is, we know her name, Sharon. Sharon. <gasps> oh, my goodness. I didn't even know how he died. He That's died. how little he, he talks to me. He got hit by a bus. Everybody knows that Chris James Tragic. got hit by a bus, and he's dead, and you people that loved him have to get over it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what song that is. <laughs> Guess what I said we were... You know what I said we were going to close with? Animals. Wayne, Wayne Newton. Wayne Newton. But we no don't have mustache. time, honestly. We don't have time. We don't have time. I want to guess an animal. Okay, let's do it. Let's guess an animal. Oh, can I start with one I know the answer to? Yeah. And then I have this is one. how and it all started. One. And by the way, it's not to insinuate that if an animal lives longer in a zoo that that's a better life for it. No, sometimes it's a shorter life where it belongs in nature. So yeah. it's, this is just scientific, not implying that, oh, they live longer. But a squirrel in the wild, Whoa. how long do you think it lives? Wait, I have a jingle. Whoa. <laughs> oh, wait, that's we have a question. jingle okay. and I hate to be rude. <laughs> Lifespan, this wild animal's lifespan. How old does the average one get? What is this animal's lifespan? Okay, so I have an answer. A squirrel. I'll let him in for- z- 14. In where? In in the wild. Like in a park. 14 years. 14 okay, years. Okay, and in captivity? Uh, 
for 37. <laughs> I think it's longer. Like, I think it's, it'd be longer in, in your captivity. 30, 30 years. All right. I don't think squirrel. you believe anything you said. It seemed like you're like, as you were saying it, like, I don't know why. Like, these answers. Okay. But go ahead. Go ahead. I, that is a twist that they would last longer in captivity that I wasn't going. That was not the, where I was going to go. So I'm going to say, in the wild, they can last seven to nine years. Mm-hmm. In captivity, three to four. Okay. You're pretty close, I think. Okay. Uh, because I just realized I usually give the answers, but I forget them because this is the one I haven't done in a while. Do you have the real answer pulled up? I, I think it's 22 in a zoo. Oh, wow. 22 in a zoo so and about I was three to five. No, no, no. You were closer. He was. I was closer with the zoo. Oh, yeah. with the yeah. zoo. With the I zoo, said 30. You, 37. That's not that's 22. Really high. No, I think you were closer. Hate to tell you. <laughs> I don't think you're going to fight over it at home. <laughs> now, do you ever get into vicious fights where you throw furniture at each other? We don't get into fights. You don't ever? I heard you throw furniture at each other. <laughs> we, I mean, we talk about That's what about Kate them. Berlant told me. <laughs> I don't know. One She's, minute. She was on the couch. We have one minute. Oh, uh, my God. You did one animal. Oh, let's do one more. And I we'll, have one more. Okay. And then let's bring, here's what I want you to do. How do you, and then we're going we're gonna to take a break and come back and do an after show. What? Because we, we have no show next week. Um. Let's do one more and then start playing a song, and that's our show. I know how to do it. Let's do, pick. Oh, pick one. Let's pick one. An animal. I An have animal. one. You do. Let's yes. go. Would you put some reverb in your voice? Uh, I want to okay. make the show. Bo- <laughs> oh, right, I'm trying right, to make right. the show more professional. Animals lifespan. How long does a house mouse live? Oh, a good one. See, it's fun. Can I tell you? Can I tell you why I like this? You don't have to know math or anything. These are just fun games. I love dissecting it. A mouse. <laughs> Let me think about a mouse. There's no science involved. It's just guessing with a little bit of a science twist, a twinge of a little, puh, a little puff of science. Maybe a mouse. It's little germs, whatever they eat. They're stepped on easy. Okay. In so. In Do you have both for us? Yeah, because Do you have of natural both? causes. Oh, I love the. I thought he was going to say, "Oh, I just have house it in mouse nature." In someone's house versus house mouse in the zoo, or house uh, mouse in a field. It's wild versus protective environment. Yeah, like in the science. In a. In okay, a, but it's called a house mouse. Yes. So are they going to live in people's houses? I think a house mouse houses? would be wild. I think a house mouse would they be wild. They mean it's wild. In a yeah. field. House mouse would and be wild. And they build like a little field, cave. someone's house, because they're in, in the their wild, house. In the wild, they're going to live. They're going to live. In the house. Seven years in the house. <laughs> no, how many? No, seven years. In the wild. In the wild. You and really think that's the average? How about. Okay, obviously, <laughs> I don't mean to argue. How about. In the zoo, how long? Or whatever. I'm going to say seven in the wild and in the zoo, four. Oh, I love guessing. <laughs> There's no downside. Everybody should want to guess. Let's give everyone a chance. It's a great way to end. I didn't think I was going to care so much, but I almost don't want to go next. Gavin, do you want to go next? Uh, yeah. In the wild, I want to say three years. Who's going to remember? How do we do this? Because I don't remember. I, I remember my, what I we're, say. We're just honest. I remember, remember our own. Okay. All right, so in ahead. the wild, I think three years. Mm-hmm. And in the house, I think like a year, two years. In you the, mean in the zoo? No, no, no. In, in the, the zoo. zoo. Yeah, oh, it's, in the it's, zoo. Wild is the house. In the so zoo. We know. In the wild zoo, like 20, the house. 20 years. Here's why I want to say that for our he listeners. He always goes huge. Here's why I, here's why I want to say this for <laughs> our listeners. We live longer in the zoo. We, did, we didn't break it down. There's a few ways you could break it down. We consider, at least when I say we, I'm the president of this show, that, that, I, uh, that w- uh, the field mouse is the house mouse. We have to break it down somewhere. That's how they end up in your house. They're in the field. They're in the nature. And okay, then they come okay, in here. Okay. So we figure, okay, okay, that's one. That's called a... A nature's mouth versus like I think they mean not to be sad but probably in an 
in a I don't know how in many mouse in a lab because how many mouses are at the zoo? Like I keep right. saying zoo. They have some in the nocturnal creatures area. Right. So let's maybe pretend it's that for now. Yeah. Not to be disingenuous on the real problem of tortured animals. Just just for now, I need to yeah. like be a little. Well, I could little, add a bone. Uh, I could add. They they do have. How they have the longest lifespan of a genetically engineered mouse as well. Okay, cool. I want to know that too. I'm very excited. And when this ends, <laughs> I want to, I want to come just play a big song and we'll say goodbye to everybody. Pick something. We'll go big. We'll say goodbye. Do you want to? Gu- did you get? You guessed. Oh, Aaron. Sure. Yep. Nice and loud. Okay, I'll guess. In the wild, four years. Four. Yeah. Mm-hmm. In captivity, six years. Okay. Uh, uh Aaron Calver. Eric cover. Is there any cover? <laughs> no, I'm sorry. I thought I was at a bar. Ingobretson. Ingobretson. Matt Ingobretson. What? Say it again. I'm sorry. My producer he talked over you. <laughs> Five in the wild. Yes. Ten in captivity. Okay. Oh, my God. And you guessed. I Can guess. I tell you something? Mm. I, I shouldn't be so. There's nothing about being cocky and being wrong. I'm probably way off. There's so little that I'm giving their lifespan in nature just... I'm going to say a year. Okay. A year, maybe less. I like that. Nature in a, in a thing, maybe three years. Okay. And I, I never saw. Well, when I'm way off, you'll, you'll There's know. There's res- less risks in a zoo. Anybody else want to guess? And do you want to throw? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And do you want to throw well, in the quick? Can. How long do you think a genetically engineered? Oh, the, the genetically seven years. Seven. I'm going to say ten. Ten. Less than a year. All right. Yeah. <laughs> All right, here Aristotle, we go. Anybody? Did you, did you, did you guess I like, already? I like the way you went. Did you guess? <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Aristotle, did you guess already? I'm going to guess two in the wild. In the wild. Five Thank in you. captivity. Okay. Wild, it's an average. Maybe one mouse is lucky it lives near a barn, so it gets right. its shelter, and the people that live in the barn aren't going to. But that's wild. Sometimes you luck out, sometimes you're in the middle of a field, and there ain't shit for miles either way. How you got plopped down there, who the fuck knows? But mal- m- mice are in all these different. <laughs> just in the. <laughs> but uh, what? No. Oh, we were just in the middle of something. Fine. Just a mouse, right yeah. in the middle of nowhere. In, in the middle of nowhere. <laughs> yeah, and then. I was being the mouse. How was that not helpful? You were the mouse. Yeah. How was I that? thought it was him. That was very helpful. <laughs> I don't remember a mouse sounding like that. <laughs> all right, so let's find out the answers, and then bring in some music, and we're all really right, here. We go. Here a we house go. mouse wow. usually lives. Less than one year in the wild. Oh my god! And in protected environments, they can often live up to two to three years. Oh my, oh my god! You were close. Todd. I swear, I never read it. I never. I just. <laughs> what about in genetically engineered? There's a record holding. I said five se- years and thirty nine days. I said seven years. Well, All right, everybody, won. that's how you play. Todd, so, how long does so that? Animal yes. live. Wow. Let's say goodbye to our guests, everybody. Congrats, Best telling, everybody. Best telling. She's waving. Don't understand in the studio at home. You have every right to picture. She's waving like she's like at the Grand Marshal. Gavin Max, everybody. It's you I like It's not the things you wear Not the way you do your hair But it's you I like The way you are right now 
the way down deep inside you not the things that hide you not your toys they're just beside you but it's you i like every part of you your skin your eyes your feelings whether old or new and i hope that you'll remember even when you're feeling blue that it's you i like it's you yourself it's you it's you it's you i like It's you I like.